following interview is with City Council candidate Abigail Dixon. Information for the intro was taken from Abigail's campaign website, which is linked in the show notes for further reading. Abigail grew up in West Medford and was homeschooled during elementary school and high school. They received a full chancellor scholarship to attend UMass Boston, graduating summa cum laude in 2020 with a bachelor's in women's, gender, and sexuality studies, as well as theater arts. Abigail has been organizing to make change at the community level since age 13. They have helped to organize the Boston area homeschooling Queer Straight Alliance, the Medford Farmers Market, and the Mystic LGBTQ Youth Support Group. Abigail also works as the artistic director of a local theater company. All right. Hi, Abigail. Thanks so much for joining me on the podcast. Um, Before we start with kind of like the political questions, um, I'm kind of trying to dig deep on the podcast about um, food in Medford and folks' opinions about like the best food. So I'm wondering if you have like a favorite restaurant or cafe that you go to or like a favorite item that you'd order. Sure. Um, you know, I I live right in West Memford Square, so I tend to frequent those establishments mm. quite a lot. So you've got Magnificent Muffin and Bagel there, oh, yeah. the Medford Classic. Um, <laughs> uh, but I recently, um, Deep Cuts Deli just, just moved in recently, so I've yeah. been eating their um, vegan sandwiches, which are very good. I was going to say, I recently had the vegan meatball sandwich there, and I was impressed. It was delicious. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, very good, nice. very good. Awesome. Um, cool, good recommendation. So, <laughs> um, awesome. So, um, you know, as I've been reading, like, about the candidates to prepare for these interviews, it's been striking kind of how busy everybody is, right? Like, you're involved mm-hmm. in a lot in sort of your personal life, and, you know, I've been going to some of these, like, events around town, seeing all the candidates there. Like, it sounds like it's taking a lot of time, and um, it's Im- it's impressive, um, and it sounds like you've been doing some things at the community level since you were pretty young. Um, so I'm just curious if you could talk a little bit about kind of your path to to running for city council and path to local politics. Sure. Yeah. Um, I you know I like that you mentioned my community work because that's I think that's really what ultimately led me to running for office. Um, you know, I. I, when I was 13, I always tell this story, but it's like, I feel that it's really where my campaign began because it's where I started thinking about issues in my community and how to solve those issues and where the gaps are and where the inequities are mm-hmm. and how to fill those gaps. And um, so when I was 13, I, I wanted to play, um, I wanted to play major roles in Shakespeare, basically. Mm-hmm. I wanted to play Hamlet, but I was, I didn't really see the opportunity for someone that was my age. I was 13 and I was, um, you know, a, a pretty a pretty queer kid, <laughs> to be quite honest. Um, I can relate to that. So, <laughs> so I didn't really see the opportunity for myself, so I, I decided to start a theater company because I wanted to create that opportunity for people like me. Um, mm. And I... I think that's really carried out through the rest of my life in terms of organizing with queer organizations, reproductive rights organizations, um, uh, up to this point of me running for city council because I think, you know, there's a lot that that we're dealing with in Medford right now um, in terms of the affordability crisis and the housing. you know, climate justice is always mm-hmm. a, a huge pressing issue. So, mm-hmm. um, 
that's really what what spurred me to start thinking about running for office was seeing seeing all of that in the community and uh, wanting to get involved in yeah yeah no you bring up a great point so sort of like you know living here for your whole life it sounds like and like these observations that you've made about kind of what what's going on in the city. Do you have any thoughts about like any priorities in terms of like what you would change if elected? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, really, the the issue that really start got me thinking about running was uh, housing affordability in the city. Yeah. I grew up in West Medford. You know, I saw a lot, a lot of people move out over the years. Mm. Um, houses get flipped and turned into fancy condos that no one in the neighborhood could really afford. Mm. Um, and that was something that really affected me growing up. And now I'm a renter in the city. I'm mm. seeing that side of the affordability. Mm. Um, and I, I really want to make sure that anyone who wants to live here can afford to live here. And I think that there is a lot of policy action that we can take on a local level mm. to to help stabilize folks um, and and encourage more affordable housing development in our city. Yeah, my mm -hmm. wife and I talk all the time about how when we, we bought our house, I think in 2014, mm -hmm. and it's like what if you look on Zillow, the price is like skyrocketed, and mm -hmm. in my mind, I'm like, well, like if we if we ever sold this house, we couldn't afford to move anywhere else, mm -hmm. and also you'd be kind of like out of your mind to that much for this house you know mm -hmm. it's it's really interesting so am yeah, it's it's nice to hear that those are things that you're thinking about Absolutely. Um, you, you mentioned equity earlier and so mm -hmm. I'm wondering if you have thoughts like I guess something I hear about in a lot of the some of the debates and when I listen to city council meetings um, I hear like talks about like zoning and mm -hmm. um, different priorities in policing and I wonder if if, you, if like what your thoughts are on sort of how to make Medford more equitable yeah I mean a lot of it is on a very basic policy level, it is about zoning, it is about the services in the city, it is about, you know, having translation services for all of those. It is about all of those little kind of nitty gritty policy things mm. that um, people don't necessarily think about as being about equity, but they are because, y you know, what the zoning allows for in terms of housing development is very tied to you know how much housing we have how affordable it is yeah. so um, that's definitely a huge piece beyond that a really important piece um, on the equity side is getting a charter review in mm. our, our city I don't know <coughs> um, for those who don't know it's a charter review is um, we haven't we haven't reviewed our city charter in over 30 years and it mm. and it dictates how the the government is set up and right now we have seven at-large seats mm. for city council so the the biggest outcome or hope for for a charter review would be to get ward representation mm -hmm. um, which would mean that there would be a city councilor for each neighborhood in the city mm. um, plus a couple of at-large seats so we would have have representation for all of the areas in the city. And I see how when I drive around and see everyone's campaign signs, like in Malden, I notice on the signs it'll say like Ward 3 or whatever, and mm -hmm. so that would be a change that would potentially come from a charter review is sort of voting to determine if that would be a change that MEPA would make. Exactly, yeah, and um, yeah, it, it, as a, as a first-time candidate, the, the prospect of running is so daunting because it is running for the whole city yeah. and campaigns are really expensive and really really hard to organize mm -hmm. so 
it would just it would reduce some barriers sure. to to candidates who may not have the resources or mm. um, the time to really build that scale of a campaign. Um, mm. And it would also allow for representation of all the different neighborhoods. So it's really a win yeah. on, on all fronts. Yeah, no, that's really helpful <laughs> to know. It's like, mm -hmm. yeah, I think we like hear all these terms in like on people's websites and, some, and it's helpful to have sort of an explanation about what that could mean. Mm -hmm, Great. Absolutely. Yeah, thank mm -hmm. you so much. Mm -hmm. Anything you would add on the equity question? Um, I mean, you know, having having a more representative government is really important, and that's, you know, part of achieving that would be charter review. It's it's really important right now, as always, for the city government to stand up for equity mm -hmm. and justice in our city. It's yeah. and right now we don't have a full. I feel that we don't have a strong, strong voice in, in that way. Sure, oh. sure. Yeah, it's something that, like, I think we were surprised by when we moved to Medford. That mm -hmm. the, um, like, we did, it's not something that we knew a ton about, but, like, we've definitely been able to find, like, our kind of community in the city and, like, mm -hmm. lots of other queer families. And, mm -hmm. like, I think that it's not something that we expected, but it's been surprising and, and really nice. And mm -hmm. it w and I think you're speaking to sort of like having that representation on the on the sort of city mm -hmm. government level. And it sounds like really powerful to me. Yeah. It's it's really important. And yeah. it's something that I wish I had growing up in this city. I, you know, I didn't really even th I always was interested in local politics, but I didn't even think that running would be a possibility for me sure. until last year because there was just not not anyone like me on the council yeah. or who shared my values even in policy, on a policy standpoint, but also from purely a representational standpoint. Yeah, well, I appreciate you taking that, that risk there <laughs> and putting yourself out there, yeah, for sure. Um, is there anything that you're currently working on or like, um, like you know, have going that you want to amplify or make sure to mention to for voters to know about? Um, let, me, let me see, gosh, well, <laughs> I mean, they're just th all of the all of s all of the policy stuff I'm yeah. working, you know, that I'm thinking about. It's is always really important. I mean, the thing I haven't talked about yet, which is really important, is um, climate yeah. action um, and and resiliency. Again, there 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 are actions that we can take on a municipal level to help mitigate the cri climate crisis and also make sure that we're prepared for yeah. flooding for. Uh, climate events that mm. may come our way and um, from an infrastructure standpoint we really need to be ready for those. Yeah, you know, and I I, um, I was listening to uh, Michelle Wu, an interview with her, and one of the points she was making was how local government can really set like a precedent for larger systems, right? And so mm -hmm. it seems like Medford has an opportunity there in terms of climate change and, uh, and all of these policies that you're mentioning to mm -hmm. sort of like set, uh, set an expectation for other communities, right? Because climate change feels like just like when we think about the pandemic, right? Like one community affects another in these big ways. So Absolutely. Great. that's really cool. Mm -hmm. um, all right, so we're gonna move to sort of the more, less political questions, but um, sure. could you talk about like what you appreciate about the city of Medford? Sure, yeah. Um, I, I love Medford. I, I think you, what, what, what I always enjoyed about the city particularly is that we have, the fells, we have the river, 
we have all this beautiful nature and green space, but then I can also feel like I'm I'm in a city and, and there are things to do and, and maybe we can help continue that community building and, and, um, and making more things to do, particularly in Medford Square. <laughs> um, yeah. um, to, to go back to the policy standpoint, but, um, yeah. but that's, that's, that's one of my favorite things about the city is that we have both nature and we have community that's, that's going on at the, at the same time and in the same city and I can kind of bounce back and forth. I can relax in nature and I can and be a part of a bustling community. Totally. Um, and obviously, you know, I, I love my neighbors and I <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah. the people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. I think that's like we talk about that all the time, like being able to go to the fells, but also, you know, being able to get easily to like the Children's Museum and, and mm-hmm. getting to work is pretty easy mm-hmm. um, when the traffic isn't terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, like all those things, I think I, I would echo that, too. Mm-hmm. Um, what is like something that about you that would might surprise us? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um surprise I th- I don't know the first thing that popped into my head is that I play the violin because oh. it's just like a human thing about me yeah so you know you, I like to yeah. play I played for about a long that, time yeah. <laughs> nice yeah so. that's, that's awesome yeah something that we wouldn't know just from your campaign website so that's cool mm-hmm. awesome mm-hmm. um and uh could you talk about like important advice that you've received that you would pass on to someone else sure my my family dynamic growing up was always do the things you care about Mm. um go after what you're passionate about Mm. um and i think that's that's what i've been doing for for a long time and in the theater world in the um queer activism world and and now in the local government finding policies um that that match my values and my beliefs yeah, no, that's mm-hmm. great. And it's clear in the energy that you bring to it, right? That it's something that you care about. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything that I haven't asked you about that you wanted to make sure to share with uh, with listeners? I think that... I mean, another another thing that I really care about is just uh, g- getting getting as many people involved in in this process as possible um and that includes um younger folks like youth engagement is a big part of mm-hmm. my my platform um and y- you know our our and and ward representation is, and charter review is another thing that can help that just bringing more people into this process is really important because m- municipal uh, politics, the engagement level, the voter participation level is so low, and and I think all of all of the things that we can do to really h- help that and create a more representative government are really important. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, I've heard like people canvassing have been surprised that like some people don't even know there's a municipal election coming up, right? And so being mm-hmm. able to spread that word and. Hopefully mm-hmm. the podcast helps with that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Get out and vote. Early voting yeah. starts on Saturday. <laughs> um, and, or you can vote on November 2nd. And also, you know, get engaged. And, mm. and with these the politicians that you care about, with the candidates that you care about, there are so many opportunities to volunteer and knock doors and make calls to for the candidates that you really care about. And it's it's important. Great. It's an exciting election. Yeah, it <laughs> sure is. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, and, and thank you so much for mm-hmm. for coming on today. Um, mm-hmm. and good luck. 
Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this interview. A link to the campaign website is listed in the show notes. For any feedback or questions about the podcast, please email medfordpod at gmail.com. You can also subscribe and rate the podcast on Spotify and follow the podcast on Instagram at Medford Bites Podcast. That's M-E-D-F-O-R-D-B-Y-T-E-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T for updates about upcoming episodes and other announcements. Thank you to all who have supported this podcast, but especially to my wife, Brittany. Guys, what's the name of the podcast? Never Bites! Never Bites! <laughs> Good job.